0: Hey, folks, it's Joyce Vance, the former U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Alabama. This is a recording of my latest CAFE note, The Jury That Matters Most. As always, please write to us with your thoughts and questions at letters@cafe.com. We'd love to hear from you. Dear listener, Juries matter. And in the case of former President Donald J. Trump, the jury of public opinion may ultimately matter far more than a jury in a criminal case. That may sound like an odd take from a prosecutor, so let me explain. We still don't know who else, if anyone, the Justice Department will indict in connection with January 6th and the big lie. The seditious conspiracy charges against members of the Oath Keepers and Proud Boys are a good start, and subpoenas and searches that became public last week suggest that DOJ is working up the chain of those responsible, perhaps looking now at people involved in the scheme to impersonate legitimate electors. The home of Jeffrey Clark, the would-be usurper at DOJ was searched, and electronic devices seized last week. In the meantime, the House January 6th Committee is doing a skillful job of presenting evidence that increasingly confirms Trump's involvement. Trump's knowledge and intentions—in legal terms, his mens rea, or state of mind—would be essential to convicting on criminal charges. DOJ likely has or will have access to all of the committee's evidence. It's important to assess that evidence from a neutral viewpoint. At trial, judges instruct juries that a defendant is presumed innocent and can only be convicted if the government establishes guilt beyond reasonable doubt. That's fair because in a criminal case, a defendant's liberty is at stake. We want to have a legal system that avoids a rush to judgment. Really, we do. Many people have strong feelings about Trump, but he doesn't deserve the victory of seeing the country abandon its principles over him. Even with the rigorous legal backdrop of proof beyond reasonable doubt in mind, it's increasingly clear that Trump should be prosecuted. The evidence against him is strong, and if he and others responsible are not prosecuted, they will view it as a license to continue undermining the rule of law. So Trump's likely defense? He didn't realize he lost the election. But maintaining that position would mean he didn't listen to his own campaign consultants, the attorney general he appointed, or more than 60 federal judges, 10 of whom he selected, and all of whom rejected his claim of election fraud. It would also mean he ignored the acting deputy attorney general, Rich Donahue, who testified that he painstakingly prepared for a meeting with Trump so he could specifically rebut each of the then president's claims of election fraud. Trump's response, according to Donahue, was to spout internet conspiracy theories about an Italian satellite that changed votes for Trump into votes for Biden. Prosecutors call Trump's Head in the Sand Act willful blindness. Evidence like this can be used against a defendant whose insincere protestations that he didn't know a material fact are a ruse to avoid prosecution. There is a strong, evolving case that Trump knew he'd lost and intended to interfere with the transition of power. Some of it is based on circumstantial evidence, but there's nothing wrong with that. Juries use it all the time to convict. It could play an important role in a case against Trump because he repeatedly asserted, both in 2016 and 2020, that he couldn't possibly lose an election on the merits, that if he lost, it would be due to fraud. It's like saying before you met your examiner that if you failed your driving test, it would be because they couldn't add up your points properly. Trump's history of preemptively crying fraud before the first vote was even cast, let alone an outcome announced, shows that he knew it was all a big lie. We can also infer Trump's intent from his failure to act when the Capitol was overrun. If Trump had been shocked or horrified by the attack, a few simple calls from the commander-in-chief would have put sufficient forces on site to quell the mob. Instead, for 187 agonizing minutes— Trump did nothing while people's lives were at risk. He did nothing while the mob chanted hang Mike Pence and searched for Nancy Pelosi as they desecrated the Capitol. So did he intend for the mob to interfere with the certification of the election? He would have stopped it if he didn't. That's strong circumstantial evidence of intent. Trump learned at Roy Cohn's knee. As Trump's other former lawyer, Michael Cohen, told MSNBC... Donald never had an email address because Roy Cohn told him to, quote, make sure that you have no fingerprints on anything, close quote. It takes a special kind of mindset to avoid using any of the conveniences of modern life out of concern that you might someday incriminate yourself. But even Trump left behind breadcrumbs that suggest knowledge and intent. The publicly available evidence suggests that the Justice Department has a fair start for charging at least some of the crimes former prosecutors have bandied about, from obstruction of Congress to conspiracy against the United States to seditious conspiracy to election crimes and on to wire fraud. But DOJ has to engage in a range of considerations before making a decision to indict, and we do not know where they stand or when we will find out. The evidence against Trump, which would be essential at a criminal trial, has a still more important role to play in convincing the jury of public opinion. Public opinion and the 2022 and 2024 elections are what stands between us and a Trump 2.0 administration, whether it's led by Trump himself or an anointed successor. Will knowing the truth be enough? Trump will still have his diehard supporters, but propelled by the truth in 2020, a majority of voters rejected Trump. That's what brought us here. The truth about what happened when Trump lost is the currency we have to convince people to reject Trump's and candidates who would do his bidding in the coming elections. Politicians who will put their own political futures ahead of the Constitution and the people they claim they want to serve. Criminal prosecutions matter for all of the obvious reasons. But a jury of the people... A jury of American voters has more power to keep the country on the narrow and fragile path of democracy than anything else. Stay informed, Joyce.